0: Welcome to The Impact Play, impacting more than just gaming. We are your weekly source for the latest news, updates, discussions in that time to have debates that revolve in and around the video games industry. To be a part of the live show experience, follow us now at twitch.tv backslash The Impact Play and click the, by clicking on the notification bell so you will be notified when we do go live or later on YouTube or even on your favorite podcast platform. Just simply search for The Impact Play. I'm your show host Mohammed, otherwise known as Itsyaku. This is episode 75. On this latest episode of the Impact Play, we discuss Microsoft's plan plans to bring xCloud to smart TVs, HBO's The Last of Us TV show is still happening, Bungie's Secret Project, plus the top gaming news stories. So, Without further ado, let's get into into the first segment where we we discuss what we have been playing, what we have been enjoying, what are we looking forward to, and just life in general, even if it doesn't directly uh, uh, revolve around video games. So, if you've been uh, following me at twitch.tv backslash itsyagoo, I-T-S-Y-A-G-O-O-H, you'll know that I've, I've been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. But you'll know that I have been MIA lately. The reason is because I was uh, all the way near Tennessee in Blue Ridge. And I literally came back not two two days ago. That's the reason why I haven't been streaming. And I I actually started streaming yesterday. But then we had this weird issue with the audio via Oligato's game capture software. But the update fixed it. But then at the same time. There is this weird bug where the audio wasn't being relayed over to OBS. So I tried to troubleshoot it as much as I could. Still no luck, and I re- even reached out to Alucaro. They told me to uh, do some troubleshooting as well, so we could get to the sort, get to the bottom of this. And I'll hopefully I'll be able to take care of that after the end of the show. So that's a good, Valhalla. This game is such a tremendous experience. I, like, even though I haven't been playing that much of this franchise before Valhalla, Valhalla changed all that, because this experience that you, um, that you dive into the world of Valhalla, it's so great, and speaking of Valhalla, give me one second, where's Spotify heavy or something, got it, Let's see her library artists. Where are you? There's this new single by Miracle Asante. It's available now on Spotify and YouTube. If you want to check that out as well, it's called "Vahala Calling," and it's her latest single. And it's when you when I I started listening to it, if it's like you were there, it's like you're part of that experience, part of that world. And hopefully, the plan is to finish "Vahala" hopefully next week if not the week after, because we do have a lot of games that we still haven't played. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Star Wars Squadrons, and then we also have Cyberpunk 2077 coming out on December 10th. Uh, I keep I was, I got my computer touch screen for a second, so I, a little over a week. So we, so I definitely really have a lot less time to play all these games, to experience all all live all these moments that I will. With these games. So. I believe that's it. What I'm looking forward to. uh, As I just stated. Cyberpunk 2077. All these games that I haven't haven't played yet. And without further ado. Let's get into the gaming news side of things. Where are you? Found you. Okay. Well it's going to be. Uh, a short episode because there isn't that much in the stories of uh, going on, but here we go. Microsoft hints ex- turning into Xbox into an app for your smart TV. This is coming from The Verge Tom, by Tom Warren. Microsoft is in early phases of rolling out its cloud streaming servers on mobile devices, but TVs are the next logical step. In an interview with The Verge, Xbox chief Phil Spencer has revealed, We likely will see an app appear on smart TVs over the next year. I think we're going to see that in the next 12 months, said Spencer. When asked about turning the Xbox into a TV app, I don't think anything is going to stop us from doing that. Spencer previously hinted at TV streaming sticks for Microsoft's xCloud service last month, and its latest hint suggests that we might see similar hardware or even an app for TV starting in 2021. So there you go, folks. In addition to that smart stick that will, that that you'll you'll plug into the back of your TV, we're also going to see an app as well, which make things, which will make things even easier to hop into the Xbox ecosystem. So Game Pass Ultimate is getting even more perks, even more benefits to it. So if you are if you haven't hop onto it now, be sure to do so. You can hop in as little as a dollar, or For the first month of Game Pass Ultimate. Plus. You get a free Game Pass. With the purchase of uh, two weeks of their hardware. In addition of. They have uh, such amazing deals going on now. Where you can get three months for $22.99. I I believe Best Buy sold out. Amazon might not be. And you also have New Egg. But there also might be more deals out there. That are still happening. That you might not be aware of. So. More Xbox news. Microsoft and Sony are often considered direct rivals in the gaming space, competing for players through new consoles and exclusive games. Brand loyalty and console wars for some players dictate whether they'll grab an Xbox or or a PlayStation. Extreme fans even escalated their affinity for one over the other into harassment. But Microsoft's real threat isn't Sony or Nintendo or any other company, says Microsoft's head of gaming, Phil Spencer. And is coming from The Verge once more. We're in the entertainment business. The biggest competitor we have is apathy over the products and services and games that we built, he says. Speaking to The Verge, Phil says he finds toxic brands' loyalty to be distasteful and this. Despite the idea that companies like Microsoft have to see others fail in order to achieve their goals, that tri- tribalism in the industry—if there was anything that we would even sh- drive me out of the industry—it's actually that. Spencer says, when a team releases something into the market for the world to tear it apart on the internet, it's just a brave thing for the team to do. I'm never going to vote against. Any creative team or any project team to do poorly because I have a competitive product. It's not me. I don't think that it helps us in the long run in the industry. Instead, Spencer says it's more important to discuss on how the industry is doing well as a whole. He points to advancements like crossplay, where players can jump into the same game or friend with friends on any console, as ways the company has worked against these. Tro- tropes of bitter competition but there is a core that just really hates other consumer products phil says man that's just so off putting on me to me it's just one of the worst things of our industry and that's not a surprise because these even though uh microsoft and sony have two different business models and they're not direct competitors because Microsoft is focusing on subscriptions while Sony is focusing on the more traditional model of releasing exclusive games, exclusive titles, and uh, instead of focusing on subscriptions. Even though they're, they're aware of it, they're, that's not just, their, it's not just their core model. But toxicity, hatred, these console words are so distasteful and these shouldn't even exist in our industry. Like regardless of you, if you prefer one platform or one piece of hardware over the other, just enjoy your just enjoy your games the way you want to enjoy them, regardless of how well, someone prefers Sony, someone prefers PC, Nintendo, what have you. Just enjoy your games. The way someone else enjoys their games doesn't affect your experience. Just enjoy and have fun. You don't have to do shell out hate and just pure hatred. Like it shouldn't even exist. And this and it doesn't exist in our community of the Impact Play. Whether our Discord server, our social media, our Facebook group, what have you. Hatred is non-existent and it's not welcome. Regardless. if you're just if you're into these console wars, if you're into hate, we don't want you. End of story. So kudos on film for that, for those comments. Okay, here we go. Even more Xbox and Sony news. And this is another one coming from the Verge. Verge has been doing really good lately. They've, like, we have a good amount of articles straight from them. Microsoft's Xbox Series S wasn't exactly a well kept secret, but the company's decision to create a second next generation Xbox to go up against the PS5 wasn't an easy one. Ultimately, Microsoft's decision to build two. Next-generation consoles came down to the company's desire to reach a broader audience than Sony was targeting. The Xbox Series S lacks, lacks the raw horsepower found in the larger Xbox Series X or the PS5. That left many wondering why Microsoft created two very different next-generation Xbox consoles while Sony spokes on a single, powerful PS5. Some P- Microsoft employees were given quite or even questioning the, the, the decision. And the company's Xbox chief has revealed to The Verge that the best argument against doing so was Sony. In an interview with The Verge, Microsoft's head of gaming, Phil Spencer, says the idea of an entry-level Xbox Series X was questioned a number of times internally, despite the reservations and Spencer having a ton of respect for what Sony does. Microsoft's persisted to create the 299 and an Xbox Series S as a more affordable entry point than in the next generation of gaming, all with the knowledge that Sony was only pursuing high-end hardware. Like I said, two very different business models. It was really this incl- includes inclusion. How do we include more people in the, in the launch? Euphoria and hype that and everything that happens and make it even more accessible to more even more people as possible, explains Spencer. We want to think about how we bring more people into the gaming funnel. Having more people experience this art from what we love, says Phil. The pushback against doing one console is always what we want to grow. We want to find new customers. Like I said, two very different business models, two very different experiences. With gaming at its core. And I believe this is the last one that's tied to Microsoft's last article. Head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, has said he believes current console pre order models are outdated and Microsoft's exploring ways to improve them. This is coming from Video Games Chronicle. Speaking in a new article, in a new interview with The Verge, it's funny how we didn't see this one. Uh, Okay, the executive. Reiterated recent Microsoft comments that Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S shortages are expected to continue until April of 2021 and suggested the firm could come up with a new model for pre ordering console, such as putting down a deposit. Previously, Microsoft Soft has opened pre order six to eight weeks before a product launch and told the retailers that percent, what percentage of, of their hardware allocation it wants them to make available for pre order. This leaves the remaining percentage. Available to purchase at lunch and ability to make the pre order process less frustrating. Spencer said Microsoft has discussed giving customers a chance to put a deposit down and reserve a console with a guaranteed delivery date. We've had real discussions internally about what of how should we should be able to reserve a slot. I'll put some money down. I know. My machine's getting built January 20th. I'll get it on February 1st, he said. We have customers that would do that today. He added, we want people to feel like there's some consoles to go by. And that's just not the day where everybody gets to pick up their console. I don't know if that's the right decision in today's world. That's the very old world thinking. People are going to go line up outside a store kind of last decade thinking. I think we should challenge ourselves on that. Is that really what the supply chain for the customer that we're talking about? That is a reality. it that that is a reality. We talked to our retail partners about this as well. So who knows? Okay, next. Sony promises more PS5 stock for the holidays after unprecedented demand course is to be expected sony had sony and it's coming another one from the verge sony on wednesday confirmed it should have more playstation 5 consoles available from retailers this holiday season after what the company is calling its biggest launch ever how could it be its biggest launch ever if they're limit if they limited how many consoles they manufactured well it is their biggest launch because they limited how many consoles Were going to be manufactured. It's not surprising. Because with the PS5 Digital Edition. They were losing more money on it. That's why they limited the amount of. uh, The digital uh, Digital Editions. To be manufactured. That's why when you went in store. To GameStop, Walmart, Best Buy, what have you. Stores had less. Digital consoles then. The ones with the disc drives, because Sony is losing more money on those. And there were reports on how uh, those who who ordered the PS Five Digital Edition actually received the one with the disc drive. So what? It, but the box itself shows the digital edition. So what does what does that tell tell us? That Sony manufactured less consoles instead. Giving people physical uh, consoles because they're not losing that much compared to the digital edition. And it's simple, like, this isn't surprising. That is their biggest launch ever yet. <laughs> they limited how much, and they even said that uh, manufacturing is a lot more expensive this year due to COVID. So, as soon as it, it's Going to come out cheaper. They'll manufacture even more. And bring even more to the market. That's why they're not focusing on this now. <laughs> <laughs> like we saw this coming Sony. So next we have. a, a monster, uh, Iceborne is getting. Monster Hunter Iceborne is getting a crossover event. With the Monster Hunter movie. This is coming from IGN.com. From December 4th. You'll be able to play as. Mal, Mila Jovich's Joe Lieutenant. Artemis in a two part event quest inspired by the upcoming Paul WS Anderson film. Earlier today, Joe <laughs> Jovovich lends her voice to the in-game Artemis with the quest setting players against a black Diablos and a greater Rathalos in turn competing completing the quest will earn you layered armor, new titles, guild card background, and poses in in special gear, which you'll only be able to take on the quest if you've reached master rank. Before the event, players will be able to claim a free item pack as a logon bonus to celebrate the film starting November 27th, so this was two days ago from this recording. So the movie comes out in less than a month on December 25th, and... In the us in the uk and january first in australia and i've only hopped on the game i think once or twice but that's it okay hbo's upcoming tv ad- ad- adaptation of the last of us just took a big step forward in actuality and actually happening the network has given the show a series order which series creator now Druckmann, working as both a writer and exclusive producer alongside Craig Mazin, HBO's Carol Stratus Sh- Sh- Strauss, who, exe- who executive produced both Game of Thrones and Chern- Chernobyl, will also serve as executive producer on The Last of Us, per, this is coming from The Verge. Per the official synopsis, the TV series seems to be adapting the first game in the series, This. series story takes place 20 years after modern civilization has been destroyed. Joel, a hardened survivor, is hired to smuggle Ellie, a 14-year-old girl, out of oppressive quarantine zone. What starts as a small job soon becomes a brutal, heartbreaking journey, as they both must take traverse across the U.S. and depend on each other for survival. So it's good that we're getting even... That this is coming more into reality. And next. It is another, another one coming from The Verge. Assassin's Creed Valhalla will be able to run at 60 frames per second on all next next generation consoles. Thanks to an update that Ubisoft is set to release on Thursday. What, what day was this article released? Yeah. So that was actually a couple days ago. I yeah, it looks like it said this Thursday, so. Alright, looks like something is live. With the new 1.0.4 title update, Ubisoft is adding a performance mode, which will let the game adapt resolution and graphic settings to maintain 60 frames per second while you're playing in a quality mode, which will max out resolution and graphic settings to maintain the 30 frames per second. Digital Frank Foundry found that Assassin's Creed Valhalla sounds sometimes dips below 60 frames per second on the PlayStation 5 Xbox Series X With the Xbox Series X doing more so often and the game currently doesn't run higher than 30 frames per second on the Xbox Series S So The update seems like it should do a walk. So it should be a welcome upgrade The new update is also supposed to address screen tearing in the issue there's X and S versions of the game and I've also experienced that too on the Xbox one version So it looks like that I'm gonna <laughs> have an even more of an experience with Valhalla Let's see There's another article coming from the verge <laughs> Google has around 400 games on its way to Stadia get so the city streaming service according to Jack user the services director of games buser user okay, I'm gonna say user gave the interview, gave the figure in the interview with Mobile server, which he said that the company has a roadmap of about 400 games in development from 200 developers for the service. user stopped short of giving specific information on individual games, but said that the most would be arriving 2021 and beyond this list of stadia games maintained by android police however includes more 50 unreleased titles that have been announced for the service alongside another hundred or so that are already available the director used a number of games on stadia's roadmap as evidence for google's long-term commitment to the service or to the platform i should say Users said that the company's planning for stadia extends t- into 2023 at this point we are looking many years into the future the company says gaming is one of the biggest businesses of google which is why you see us investing so much time and energy to support all these hundreds of developers building all these games so all we heard was games right but yet all these features that they promised from before even Cydia was released has yet to see the light (laughs) so like they're working on games which is great but we still need all these features that we were promised but yet we have we haven't gone at all like nothing's been said at all. there's only thing that made the light which is the games which is great but still we need (laughs) we need features which will help elevate our experiences and i believe there's a promotion or Promotion ended. There's a process going on. I believe in the first week of November. If you're a YouTube, uh, I don't know if it was music or YouTube TV subscriber, but you were able to claim a free Steady controller as well as the Chromecast. But like, I, I just literally found out found found, found recently. So if you got the, if you got, if you got it, kudos on you. Let me know your thoughts by uh, sending us an email to readers, readermail at impactplay.com or even on our Discord server by typing exclamation in Discord or on social media, tag us at Impact Play. Okay, so next. Ah, uh, the whole thing is closed. No worries, I'll grab it again. That's how I like Google Chrome. Menu, history, recently closed twenty-one tabs. I can pull pull them all back up. <laughs> okay, uh, we talked about this, right? Yesterday, okay. Is another one coming from the verge? Actually, hold on, let me see. Oh, I did have it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> a new season of Fortnite is almost here, and alongside it, developer Epic Games has introduced a monthly subscription service called Fortnite Crew, For 11 each month, Fortnite players will get a 1,000 V-Bucks, and exclusive characters skin, in gear and access to the current season's battle pass. You can get a look at the first character offering in the image above. Obviously, you looked it up on Epic Games' website. And in essence, the new gate offering service as a higher tier for those looking to spend some cash on Fortnite. Previously, this function was served by the Bottle Pass, which cost $950 v bucks around $10, but it lasts several months. Fortnite Crew is a little more expensive, but also offers more, including the enticement of ex- exclusivity. Epic Games says that the cosmetics available as part of the streaming service will never be sold or given away to non-Crew members. Fortnite's current season back kicked off back in August introducing the slew of Marvel characters. It looks like the new event will take place on December 4th, 1st. Which the new season will begin. Okay, let me see something. And previously, I uh, the assumption was that for $10 for at least three months you could get the Battle Pass and this was seemed a lot more expensive. But in reality, we're getting V-Bucks a dozen V-Bucks each month. And plus these exclusive skins that people always want. So the V-Bucks alone are ma- makes this worth it. In addition to the bottle pass. So it looks like uh this has definitely captured my eye. If I hop into uh, if I have back into Fortnite, I'll definitely be uh I'll definitely look into subscribing into the service. Alright, next Tiny Build has Poured three million dollars into holograph. Hol- holograph, the developer behind indie developer's multiplayer title Secret Neighbor. Two companies have also worked together on stealth strategy game Party Hard Two. The deal gives Tinybot a majority stake in the Ukrainian Ukrainian studio. Well, I'm getting a little dehydrated. Whew, much better. Secret. Neighbor is the multiplayer spinner for the Hello Neighbor franchise, which Tiny Builder revealed has now passed 60 million downloads across PC, consoles, mobile, and even Stadia. Oh, need water now. (laughs) (laughs) The game has managed 3.5 million downloads alone, thanks to its inclusion of Xbox Game Pass. So, as kudos on them, Hello Neighbor 2 is due for release in 2021. Stadia exclusive follow up Hello Engineers also in development. Okay, here's another article on games That is The Mohammed bin Salam Charity Foundation is set to take a controlling stake in Japanese games firm SNK. The non for profit organization has invested, I'm sorry, the, the not for profit organization has invested around 813 million reals or 223 million dollars in into SNK, which gives it a 33.3% stake in the company, valuing the company at $669 million U.S. Parts of the deal have emerged in the last 24 hours, but now the foundation's official site confirms the details. The investment itself has made through a Wally owned subsidiary referred to as the Electronics Games Development Company. The two companies have previously worked together on the development of games and training programs that saw young Saudis visiting Japan. The agreement stipulates the foundation will buy a further 17.7% of SNK shares in future, granting it 51% ownership of the company. As the name suggests, the Mohammed bin Salam Charity Foundation was established by Saudi Arabia's Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. Its, started goal, its stated goal is to invest in initiatives that will help cultivate and encourage learning and leadership and youth for a better future in Saudi Arabia, which is great. Oh, here's some Saudi news I may have missed. If you're one of the lucky ones i have been able to buy a PS5 already, you'll know that with a PlayStation Plus subscription, you also get access to the PS Plus collection. 20 will be loved, prop- properly good PS4 games, but you're, if you're still on the PS4, that bundle isn't available to you. Well, it didn't make people long to figure out that that if they log into PS5 with their PS4 details, it'll trigger that log into the, their account unlocked to playback on the older machine, as VGC, VGC reports. That quickly led to noted PS5 owners selling, their opportunity, selling the opportunity on their auction sites. Now it seems Sony may have swooped in banning in their wake. And this is coming from Kotaku. It really shouldn't surprise anyone that Sony, Sony will would look down on this practice. It's one thing to ask your buddy to log in, you into the new machine to gain access to the likes of God of War, Arkham nightfall Fallout 4, and so on. It's another to start selling the service on eBay, and dozens of PSN accounts have been banned. And According to community discussions, these accounts are concentrated in Hong Kong and have in common the receipts of Sony's PS Collection serv- service or PS Plus, which contains several uh, games for free. Most of these accounts will be unplayable for the next two months. Including the Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's holidays, where some PS5 consoles also are getting banned, which shouldn't be surprising. It's one thing to share uh, login credentials between you and your buddy, but it's another thing to actually sell this, and people are some people are actually surprised. If you're making money all for a supposed exploit, do you think Sony won't catch on or Xbox won't catch on to this? You are subtly mistaken. Because if you're just sharing these with your buddy that you trust, and you're just sharing games, which is, it's fine. Uh, and Sony and Microsoft liked, uh, take a blind eye to this. But if you're actually making money in, in the processes, come on. Don't think you're smarter than these large corporations. <laughs> if you do, I feel sorry for you. Actually, no, I don't feel sorry for you. You're actually making money. And, you, and when you get banned, I don't feel sorry for you at all. Okay? If you begin a Cyberpunk twenty-seven in either PlayStation 4 or Xbox One, you will be able to bring your save with you to PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S consoles, respectively. Spider-Punk 2077 developer Seated project ready. needs all the steps needed to ensure your save will transfer with your next-generation console. And that uh okay they're very little slightly but okay let's see let's see uh as long as you're using the same psn account you're able to pick up your game save on the ps5 right where you left off on the ps4 connect to your psn account and upload your saves transfer your data via lan or wi-fi Use a compatible service device to copy or transfer your saves to the same PSN account on PS5, and the Series X and S consoles. So a little difference. smart delivery allows you to bring playing the game on on the next on the latest hardware where you right where you left off at, and that's it. It'll be uploaded to the cloud, so you don't have to do anything further. So Microsoft makes this seem uh, seamlessly. <laughs> I think I said that right. Don't watch me on there. If I said it wrong, let me know the correct way of saying it. And yeah, uh, by sending something to reader mail and reader mail at empireplay let us know the correct way. <laughs> okay. Now, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity already passed three million units sold, and it's the best selling M U S O U ever. What is that word? First time I heard that. Oh, this is a it's a Chinese word for warriors. Okay, I'm like, what the heck is that? I never heard of that word before. (laughs) Okay, considering it's a prequel of sorts to one of the Nintendo's best uh, selling titles on the Nintendo Switch, it was inevitable that the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity would perform well. But you may not expect it to blow up out of off the chart so quickly. As announced by Ko Ko Tecmo's official job made Twitter accounts for the game. It has shipped over 3 million units already. And this includes visual numbers. That's an impressive number. That's an impressive number by itself, given that the, the fact that the game has already been out for 4 days. Well, technically about a week now, but yeah. And, and this was right now in Nintendo Wire. Well, I didn't expect that number to be that high, this game. Yeah, I'm not that much of a Zelda fan. I was never really into the franchise, even in the early, earlier days of the Game Boy. I was just into Pokemon. Even now, I've hopped off it. <laughs> Alright. Now. is working on a new game that continues to really show promise according to a recent interview with the studio CEO that's coming from GameFrader.com. So we started about... Three years ago, James and Johnny Abert and Zach Russell and a few of us started working on a new in-cu- incubations. Budget CEO Pete Parsons told Metro, adding that the new incubations continues to really show promise. Actually, ironically, we expect a decently high failure rate from the incubations and what's happened. And what's happened is, we are pretty excited about the work that's being done. Not just on continuing the Destiny universe, but because we've been able to build such a deep bench of talent. These incubations are really amazing. While Parsons wouldn't let on how many games are in development or the number of dedication, <laughs> personnel dedicated to each product. Pers- Parsons teased, I think you'll... Be pretty excited. I wish I could say more, but I think you'll be pretty excited. We have more than one project, we have a lot more games in the works from Bungie. Who knows what it is? (laughs) Now I'm excited. All right, Spider Man Miles Morales includes touching tributes to Chadwick, Boseman, and Stan Lee. It's coming from IGN. I don't want to get into it because. Me myself, I haven't even played these games. So if you guys have played it, don't please leave us leave, leave leave spoiler free. So for those of us who haven't played this game yet, we could fully enjoy our experience. So just know that there are tributes to both Miles and Miles, Miles to both Chadwick Bosman as well as Stanley in these games. Okay, next. Anad Global 7 is adding to its assortment of gaming companies as the group today announced the acquisition of Mecha Warrior Studio Piranha Games. EG7 has agreed to acquire Piranha and its 65 person development team for 31.4. for 31.4 how do you see AD? I'm curious. Canadian dollars. Ah, sweet how I didn't realize that. <laughs> Paid two-thirds in cash and one-third in newly issued EG7 shares. In certain profitability, performance targets are hit by the end of 2025. EG7 has agreed to pay out an additional $63.4 and Canadian, do- Canadian dollars, split equally between cash and shares. The deal is expected to close in the first quarter of 2021. And EG7 has said Piranha will continue to operate as the independent studio thereafter, which is great on them as well. Oops. Oh no, okay, I switched. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. Square Enix at- announced its intention to make remote working permits for some of its staff from December 1st, 2020. This is coming from Uh By doing so, the J- Japanese company said that it's hoping to create a flexible and diverse working environment all while boosting productivity and improving the employee's work-life balance. The initiative, called the Work-From-Home Program, is to combine what Square Enix called home-based remote working at least three days a week and office-based three days a week in the office models. Each member of staff will be assigned one of these two models and also able to shift from one to the other on a monthly basis if needed. We just them that uh, such a tremendous corporation such as Square Enix it's uh, looking into making work from home even more permanent. Okay? Now Fall Guys teases its new bigger winter season. And this is coming from their official Twitter account. He, a huge shout out to everyone f- for working together and completing the puzzle. I'm pleased to announce the theme of Fall Guys Season 3 is Winter Knockout, or I per- or I personally like to call it Fall Guys Goes bear <laughs> So it uh, looks like there's even more skins and even more challenges and so on okay square enix confirmed avengers missed expectations as in another article coming from games Industry that is. it wasn't difficult to guess that marvel's avengers didn't live up to square enix expectations by looking at its first half financial report but the company has confirmed it publisher today released an english translation of its financial reports reads with square enix president yasuka matsuda Addressing the game's performance the HD game sub Segment posted an operations loss as an initial sales of Marvel's Avengers were lower than we had expected and unable to completely offset the amortization of the game's development cost That's what it said was held that hope to turn things around for the game the Square Enix was looking to make up for slow initial sales by offering ample additional content in the second half of the company's fiscal year, which ends of, uh, March of March 31st of 2021. But what do you expect of a game-as-a-service game, but you're charging people for that game? That's why... What's the other game? Uh, Overwatch. With Overwatch League, it's actually... Losing now because nobody's even watching watching these tournaments because the game isn't free to play and it's a game as a service. That doesn't make sense. If this game actually came out free to play as a game as a service in order, and you know, in-game currency, Fortnite. You have also you have uh, Ubisoft's latest um, free-to-play uh, party uh, battle royale. Let's see if I remember Hypersense or Hyperscape. What do you expect? If it was free to play, look at the way Record League blew up. It was, even if it, it, it was paid as a service, but as soon as Epic Games bought into the game, they made it free to play. They made it more accessible to even more people and yet it even made more money. So I think they should take a page out of Epic's book and make it free to play. I don't understand why they, why they didn't. Like, I was invited to the beta. I didn't purchase the game because I wasn't that much of a Marvel fan. Even if I was I wouldn't have paid $60 for this game Because it's a game as a service So games as a service Games are expected to be free to play So hopefully they'll Get it this next year And make it free to play I hope so Okay We have CD Projekt Red shows all CD <laughs> I'm sorry about that folks Let's start over CD, CD Projekt Red Shows off Cyberpunk 2077's Next generation gameplay is coming from Engadget. A little over two weeks before Cyberpunk 2077's December tenth release date, Cyber Pro- CZ Project Red has shared footage of in game of the game running on both PlayStation and Xbox consoles to get players excited for the upcoming RPG. The separate video showcased for graphical differences between the last and current generation consoles. Though keep in mind, the studio plans to release a more Substantial upgrade for the PS5 and Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S versions of the game. sometimes to 2021. Wow. So it's getting a little dry now. Okay. I'm not going to get into this because I don't want any spoiler related stuff or what have you. Because I'm excited for this game as well. And I'm working on a... Cyberpunk 2077 inspired outfit as well. I'm just waiting on a few few of them to arrive. I'll definitely post it on my personal social media profiles as well. Okay, if you want, if you guys want to uh, look into this, you can easily look at it on their YouTube channel or their social media channels as well, respectively. Now let's go on to the next article. Let's see. Neo, The World Ends With You has been announced for the PlayStation 4 and the Nintendo Switch. Among again, spoilers, but yeah. This game isn't even out yet. Okay, now we'll go into the VR side of things. And these, all these articles are coming always from Road to RoadToVR.com. And like I said, they're doing just such a tremendous job with VR and AR related news uh, articles and content. Let's see. If you're still waiting on VR support for Microsoft's Flight Simulator, you won't need to twiddle your thumbs for much longer. According to a recent developer Q&A, Microsoft's Flight Simulator for PC will launch with full Steam VR headset support sometime in December. Uh, and a recent Q&A live stream uh, uh, it has been revealed that VR support. Uh, that's, I guess that's all in this article. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> that is that is getting VR support soon. <laughs> that's it. Okay, next. Facebook announced back in June that it had planned to offer developers a way to distribute Oculus Quest apps outside of the official created Quest store. Now the company indicates that it's high confident that it has high confidence that f- that the feature will be deployed in quarter one of 2021. Since the launch of uh, Oculus Quest, Facebook has opted to curate the Quest Store by selectively permitting apps based on factors like quality, presentation, and scope. From backlash from some developers and the uh, burgeoning Quest siloing platform side Quest, Facebook said it would offer an official avenue for developers to distribute their apps outside of the Quest Store. Mm, excuse me. In a new video posted by the official ICOLOS developers page on Facebook, Colorama Dervilas, product manager at Facebook Reality Labs, explained that ICOLOS had added a new roadmap s- section to the developer website which highlights upcoming development features. In previewing the roadmap, Dervilas showed that the new Quest distribution path feature is expected in quarter one of 2021. Wow. <laughs> Getting dehydrated a lot more quickly. A lot more words to swallow. Okay. The company has previously said that the future was expected in early 2021 and now indicates that I'll be available. But here, there you go, folks. Uh, what's this about? Okay. OpenBCI, the neurotech company behind the Eponemus Open Source Brain Computer Interface, or BCI, are making a new hardware and software platform specifically for immersive headsets called Galia. The company says its new hardware is designed to attach to both AR and VR headsets arriving with a, multi- with a multiple s- sensors designed to monitor biometric data streams in real time. Gallia is said to include a bevy of sensors such as i I'm not into these words but let's give me a minute folks. Electro or EEG or Electro or EOG or ElectroMography or EMG or Elect I'm sorry, I don't know what I'm saying or but yeah electro Dermal activity EDA and photo (laughs) flasmography PBG sensors, which are intended to measure data from the brain, eyes, heart, skin, and muscles. That's a lot of words, electro words to swallow. (laughs) The company says Gallia will allow researchers and developers to measure human emotions and facial expressions, including happiness, anxiety, depression, attention span, and and in. Trust level and use it to create more immersive content tailored to the individual. So we're definitely burning the lines between true VR, which I love reading these articles, reading the news stories from way to VR. Because we're getting one step closer which each passing moment. Okay, here's the last and final article. Sarah Shoes, the maker of a local motion peripheral for VR, has just launched a Kickstarter last week for a new Quest-compatible version of the device. It's only 12 hours of the campaign's launch. Several shoes for Quest reaches threshold-funding goal of 30000 Unlike conventional VR treadmills, which require you to stand on a travel, I'm sorry, parabolic base and slide your feet with special low-friction shoes. Cyber shoes offers a seated experience that requires the user to slide a pair of shoe-mounted devices forward and backwards to simulate walking or running in-game. To accomplish this, the device include integrated barrel-shaped wheels in each wheel. And an internal and I'm sorry, and an inertial measurement unit, I to register foot orientation. It sounds weird and it is. But it's more compact and cheaper than the VR treadmill and it's easier to operate too. Oh, so it looks like it's not like an actual shoe, it's something that you just slide into your shoes. It's like a shop almost. Uh I guess we'll read this little nit nit, nit bits. Following its 2018 Kickstarter campaign for its P- first first PC VR compatible device, the Viana-based startup. Is again raising funds for its next generation of cyber shoes. This time I'm focusing on a quest we already read this about. Yeah, you read this. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, the head mounted quest module includes an additional IMU, which, when fused with the shoes, data can be processed to obtain X and Y motion for power. The device plugs in directly to either the quest or quest 2 via the USB BC port. Okay. Okay, that's about it. Okay, let's hold on. Let's read this. The company is selling both the Cyber Shoes plus the Quest module through its Kickstarter, starting at the early bird price of $280. Alternatively, users who already own a pair of Cyber Shoes can buy a Quest module and its own for $50, which is estimated to resale for $80 after the campaign is finalized. At the time of the writing of this article, article the campaign has already raised nearly, nearly $50,000 within 36 days remaining until the campaign's close. If you're interested, you have to check out the Kickstarter page. Okay, let's see if we have anything last minute. Uh, where are you? Yeah, I'm not seeing anything. I'm checking my email now. Yeah, nada. Okay, nothing here. We're going to that front. Okay. Uh, if you guys are interested in sending this reader mail, Here's how. We want to know your feedback, your thoughts, or even any questions that you may have for us. Sending us read email on our Discord server, leaving a voice on over at anchor.fm, backslash to Impact Play, even by sending us an email to read email at impactplay.com. And who knows, it may even be featured on a future episode or segment of the show. Creator, uh, that's about it. But... We also want to know your experiences or any savings or any deal uh, newsworthy deals that you may have saved on because some stores and companies are still extending their Black Friday deals through Cyber Monday, which is still going going uh, going to uh, going on through tomorrow. So let us know. Share us with everyone in the Discord server in our deals channel. And yeah, so. Thank you guys so much for making the Impact Play a part of your day. If you wish to join our, our community server over at Discord over on Discord, simply type in exclamation to discord and chat now. If you are we are trying to reach affiliate status on Twitch and we need your help, please share our channel with your friends, your family, or anyone who you believe will benefit from the show. Leave us a review, even just a reading on your favorite platform. Have a great one folks, until next time.